embarrassing an experience as I've ever had going to the movies. Now, I know some people found this movie fun, but me, I'd rather spend two hours having root canal work done. It's yeah, a terrible film from beginning to end. You know the theory of reincarnation where the dues we pay in this lifetime yes. may get to collect in another lifetime? For having seen this movie, I want months and months and months in a beautiful valley. Well, on a scale of one to ten, we give it a uh, three. Good. Let's give it a one. Uh, this is your uh, captain speaking. Welcome to uh, Bombs Away Airlines. Uh, we're hoping for a pretty smooth flight. Uh, we hope you enjoy the in-flight uh, entertainment. We'll, we'll be showing Money Plane. Uh, due to that, we will be including jump packs below each seat, and the doors will be open through the duration of the flight. Uh, we know you have many choices when choosing your airlines, and we appreciate your choice in Bombs Away Air. Uh, enjoy the flight. <laughs> yeah, you like that? Good. That was pretty good. I didn't sound uh, like the, I'm just doing my, my thing, just sleepwalking through the intro of this, this podcast. <laughs> yes, uh, ladies hey, and gentlemen. Hey, effort into it. Yeah, thank you. I'm, I'm glad to uh, finally be uh, contributing to the show. Uh, as, as <laughs> She's finally pulling her way. I know, it's about time I was being carried this entire time. Yes, welcome <laughs> to Bombs Away, a bad movie comedy podcast. I am Tyler Rowe. Joining me here inside the studio in person, as always, is... Peyton Bieber. And... Uh, just here to look sexy and wear a bedazzled outfit. Jared Seifert. Are you trying to be the uh, the flight attendant in this film, or the one gay guy who shows up just to be punched? <laughs> Both? <laughs> Simultaneously. He is a flight attendant, so I guess that, yeah, that kind of works. Um, yes. Uh, welcome, welcome, welcome to Bombs Away. We're so excited. Um, you might be thinking, why are you guys, uh, acting like pilots? Because today's movie is, uh, god-awful. Oh, it's man. probably the worst thing, uh, to ever happen in a plane in America. The worst yeah. thing to... Oh! I'm gonna stop you right there. <laughs> yes, today's, um, film is... The massive 2020 turd that is uh, Money Plane. The worst thing to happen in 2020, actually, is <laughs> the release of this film. Um, we'll get right into it with an IMDb of 3.2. Should have been lower. Well, Rotten Tomatoes, 23%. 3.2 is higher than 23%. That's like a 32%. Oh, so Rotten Tomatoes is on the right track. <laughs> yeah, they're on the right track. Um... Directed by Andrew Lawrence, who is also in this film. He is um, AJ from Recess. Uh, talk about some accolades right. there. He's our, <laughs> I guess, our big name of the movie. Um, Unless you watch WWE. Yes, that was. I was uh, really embarrassed to admit that I I don't know WWE WWE basically at all. WWD. <laughs> I don't know WWE like at all, so I don't really know who this guy is. But the star of our movie is Adam Copeland, who played Edge. Um, he is a WWE wrestler. Uh, now that you say that, because I didn't know that either. And then when you said it, it was like, you know, I think I remember him from years ago when I watched WWE. Yeah, see, my parents never let me watch it. And my mom said it was too violent, but I have a theory. My 
my my mom's parents watch wrestling, and I just think my mom was like, "You're not watching that." Cause my yeah. parents watched it. Well, because it's like, hot garbage. It is. You know what? But it's fun hot garbage. Have you ever seen the the scene where uh, Under Undertaker throws Mankind from twenty feet from the top of Hell in the Cell through the announcers table? No, but no, I have watched a lot of gay porn that's pretty similar. <laughs> it's it's the same exact the same thing. thing. Yes. No, that's my favorite clip of wrestling here. It's the only thing I know. But he was thrown 20 feet from the top of the like cage all the way down through the announcer's table. Did he hit the floor? Yeah. He uh. survived. Man, I don't know. Mankind's something No, else. he never made it. He <laughs> never made it to the ground. <laughs> He's still falling to this day. It would be cool if he was in this movie. He'd probably help it out a lot. But um, next are our... I guess you could say biggest star of this movie is Kelsey Grammer. If you don't know who Kelsey Grammer is, he is Frasier Crane from Frasier. Beast um, from the old X-Men movies? Yes, that's oh, yeah. right. Also a certified sex freak. Um, Dang. Yeah, we'll get into Three that. days a week. Three days a week. Oh, actually, probably more because apparently... Four? Apparently he has his wife's... His current wife's name tattooed on the inside of his thigh and it says... Blank's property because he has he is a serial cheater. He's <laughs> like, married to Jerry Blank. <laughs> Who the fuck is Jerry Blank? Um. Oh my gosh. No, I can't think of it. She talks like this. Oh, In her yeah. show, what's the show? Oh my god. I don't know. Can't think of it. <laughs> okay. It'll come to me later. Moving forward to our other biggest star who is in this film for a whopping three minutes says two things. Uh, Denise Richards. She's on the poster. Her name is Top Build. Uh, she doesn't do anything. I don't know if we'll ever see Denise Richards again. Probably not. She's too busy raising Charlie Sheen's child. Um, if you don't know who Denise Richards is, she's in Starship Troopers, which is my favorite movie of all time. Drop Dead Gorgeous, which is one of my favorite movies of all time. Ooh. That one's really good. Wasn't she in some like teen shows? Like, why do I feel like she was in, like, 90210 or something Maybe. like that? It wouldn't it be great if there was an internet movie database, right? Could Wasn't she in something thing. like Urban Legends, or am I thinking of someone else? She could have No, been. that's my cousin. Um, Rebecca Gayhart. She's a distant cousin. Because really? her heart is gay? Yeah. No, but she actually is. She's related on my mom's side. And finally... Let's get her on the show. <laughs> wrapping up this god-awful cast is Thomas Jane, who is a Bombs Away alumni. He's oh. the main character from Deep Blue Sea. Oh, Jared's favorite movie, our what, second live show, um, or Wet and Wild and Live. Yeah, Wet Wild and Live, and uh, The Mist. He's the, oh, I love The Mist. Depressing ass ending. I I love that uh, movie so much. But yeah, let's get right into it. Uh, this movie is bad. Terrible. <laughs> oh my gosh. The production value of this movie, um, student film level. Uh, honestly, that's an insult. <laughs> this is like a, worse than a like a lifetime. Movie. I mean, there's some quality in it in spots. I think the budget went entirely to the pipe and drape rent out for yeah. the airplane. Yeah. The airplane set was where the money went. <laughs> it's it's still a bad set too. Oh yeah, it is. Um, the movie the, starts kind of really confusing. With no, the, the budget went to the drone. <laughs> Sorry, I just remembered they we did will, buy a drone. We will get there. I'm sure that was the camera ops drone. <laughs> They're like, oh, we have it. We He's like, ah, I got one. Hey, can we borrow your drone, please? Can we borrow your drone and tape a gun to it? <laughs> um, this movie starts with an intro heist that is just outright confusing. It's. It reminded me of Tenet. <laughs> yes. 
when they do their art heist. But even a worse But, like, planet. a building with three rooms that somehow is in, like, the, what is it, the decrepit part of town where there used to be a bunch of factories and now they're all just abandoned. Yeah, yeah, For yeah. some reason, that's their art storage locker. I also like that the, the posters in this room are just, like, art museum. Yeah. <laughs> that's what the place is called. And, and apparently you have to go through, like, a metal detector to go to this art museum. Right. And um, all the paintings are in individually locked rooms. Uh, but this is that classic, so cliche setup of a... Of a heist where it's like you know uh, this is the introduction of who these people are this is their jobs this dude is the i'm in the van tech man yeah and then this is distraction action lady they flip the stupidest thing is that they establish everyone has this specific role and then two of the people of this four person crew in this film completely flip roles <laughs> it, when they go to do their regular heist they're like that's right this guy is the um he's the tech guy and this guy he's like the witty muscle anyway midway through the film the tech guy will become the witty muscle and the witty muscle will become the tech guy um i i was joking about this comes the widow muscle <laughs> <laughs> i was joking about this with jared bain when they got here because i was still finishing the movie when they got to uh, my house but uh, the, the the reason that that changes is so stupid is because the guy who plays the witty muscle is the director of this film, but he's in the movie, so he needed to act a part where they could just get him out of the movie, yeah. three quarters of it, so he could direct and not worry about Well, acting. you can't direct on a plane. <laughs> it's really hard to direct and act on a plane. (laughs) While they're in the sky. It was really hard for everyone in this movie to act on a plane. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, they're breaking into a fine art museum. It has the worst security I've ever seen in my life. Um, It's just, you get there, they go to steal a painting, and it's already been stolen. And uh, that's what we're working with here, guys. (laughs) It was here yesterday when we looked. Yeah, they're like, it was here yesterday. Uh, on the video, it's still there. And they're walking him through it, and he's like, I'm in the room. And the video shows that the painting's still there, but it's obviously not. So they're obviously seeing an old feed. Yeah. And I'm like, how stupid is your heist uh, team? You just told them you're in the room, and they're not seeing you on the video. Uh, no, you're, you're not, not in the room. room. It's like, I am. Yeah, I am. <laughs> no, you're not. You're there, and the painting's there. It's like, if this is the heist team you're working with, you guys are going to jail forever. Yeah, and pretty quick, too. <laughs> and pretty quick. Not gonna be any elegant getaways. No. So then they get notified that there's a heist in progress. So uh, the guns show up, I guess. The guards. So does a hot chick. Yeah, and a hot chick shows up. And they're like, I'm here to bail you out. Like that's the that's her whole character. Except she doesn't really have a name. It's just like, girl. Uh, does anyone in this movie have a name? I don't think so. Three characters. No, uh, the main character has. His name's Jack. Yeah. Then you have Kelsey Grammer's character. Yeah. And then you have... Who is the Bumble? The Rumble. The Rumble. The, the, the Bumble. Okay. I'm He's Horace like, Johnson the third. Was that it? Let's just go <laughs> to Johnson. Boris Johnson. <laughs> I'm the Prime Minister. <laughs> we're just gonna... This seems so fucking stupid, but we're just gonna go right to... They meet with our quote-unquote adversary heist setup guy, um, who's played by Kelsey Grammer. Uh, and his last name is Grouch. Oh, that's it. Which the Grouch from Sesame Street? <laughs> no, Marco Grouch. Mar- Carl Grouch? 
What was his name? You have Groucho Marx. You said it so wrong that you legitimately confused me as to what what the actual answer was because I knew it. No, his last name is Grouch. Basically, what he's telling Jack is, you fucked up. You had a gambling debt. I purchased that debt from the people that you owed it to, and now you owe it to me. So he made some Groucho remarks. <laughs> you saw my face too as you were saying it. I, I was know, like, I was like, here we like, go. Why are you cracking a smile this entire time? <laughs> no, um, yeah, that's the that's the thing. But what, what was so what's so funny to me is the scene is set up, and there's like this white thing behind Jack's head while they're while him and Fraser are talking, and he's like, Grouch is like. Uh, oh no! His his goons pick yeah. up. Oh yeah, they pick it up. They pick up a canvas, and he's like, "Jackson Pollock was a fucking hack. I'm about to put him to shame." And he points a gun at him, and he's like, "I'm gonna blow your brains on the back of this, uh, this canvas." And then in the same breath, it's like, "I bought your debt from some people who were gonna kill you, but I'm not gonna kill you." Yeah. <laughs> um, I think you got your wires crossed here because your intentions are not clear as to what you want to do. Are you going to shoot me or are you just going to save me? I don't understand. Um, also, a side note about this movie. It has zero connection to Money Train, which someone brought up to me and was like, is it related to Money Train? And I was like, I didn't know that was a movie, but 100% not. I can guarantee. Also not related to Soul Plane. <laughs> <laughs> also not related to Snakes on a plane that's a good movie i like snakes on a plane it's so a good when the guy gets his dick bit by the snake oh uh, when the face. person dies with the high heel in the ear that was the that's hardest messed up that is the hardest scene to watch uh, in that movie. i do like when they throw the dog though to the snake yeah. <laughs> i've only seen that movie once so it sounds like i, I saw it in again. theaters you need to it was it was a movie that people have always asked like you guys should do it on the show and they're like no because it's a good movie it's good <laughs> it's, it's like it's actually so good. good it's a good bad movie it's self well okay so you know how sharknado is like bad and it's supposed to be bad, yeah. but it's bad. Like, it's it's even not good at, mm-hmm. at what it's trying to do. Snakes on a Plane is exactly what it needs to be. And Snakes on a Plane came with a song. <clears throat> the one by Fallout? Ladies what? and gentlemen, this plane is a tremble. Like, <laughs> Snakes on a Plane. I used to know this guy who always used to talk about how Snakes on a Plane is a master class in advertisement for your film. Because... What did you ask for? Snakes on a plane. What did you get? Snakes, snakes on, on a plane. plane. <laughs> it was not what it was going to be called initially. When it was written, it was called Snakes on a Plane. But then just um, a placeholder. the studio wanted to rename it to like, uh, like Pan- Anaconda Skies. They wanted to name it to like <laughs> Pan Pacific Flight 434 or something like that. Oh, to keep it more like a thriller and make you like not know that it was Snakes on a Plane. And I can't remember who it was, but somebody stepped in and was like, oh, you fucking idiot. Yeah. It was Samuel L. Jackson. He was like, I signed on to this movie because it was called Snakes on a Plane. <laughs> I was like, you better name it that. Well, I think these people are held hostage for Money Plane. Um, <laughs> and the plane is not made of money. I was just going to say, you guys um, can tell how good Snake, or Money Plane is because we're having a discussion about Snakes on a Plane. Um, but you brought up the Rumble. That is... Uh, Kelsey Grammer's character's nickname because he has a lot of dairy. I <laughs> and then it's like oh, I, for his I bet that's what he says to women. He's like I'm grumble. <laughs> <laughs> but um, look, when your last name is Grouch, I think you have a better nickname than yeah. the Rumble. Yeah. You could have well, been the Grouch. Like they, that would have gotten in trouble with Sesame Street. Yeah. He's Oscar the over. Grouch, not the Grouch. But yeah, but. People always say, yeah. you know, the grouch. Big Bird will come over and break your knees. 
<laughs> That's scary. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the, basically he says like, yeah, we're, I have a heist set up for you. And he's like, <clears throat> he's like, there's a legend of this thing called the money plane. It's where the worst criminals in the world go to gamble on whatever they want. And I'm like, you're planning a heist on a legend? Uh, like, this is not a real thing? Indiana Jones comes right in. We'll pause right here. I forgot that about this stuff. But it also is like, I'm looking at you. you it's up, really creepy. If you swipe up, it'll bring up the pin. And if it locks in, the pin is 1471. Okay. <laughs> I'm looking at you. And I was like, oh, you don't have to. <laughs> Please don't. Let me get my piece of have. Your pee pee paper? It just makes editing so much easier if I know <clears throat> like around this around the area that we made. Like, oh yes. Yeah. So far so good. So yeah, this money plane is a, a legend, quote-unquote, but it does not seem like a legend to me. No, it's very real. It's very real. Like, what flight towers are like, oh god, that's the ghost plane again. <laughs> ghost plane. This like movie is also movie. not related to ghost ship. Oh, <laughs> it's like, there's a ghost plane? I got so excited. I would watch that movie. That I sounds would. More, that sounds better. Actually, I, I, I'm worried that if some hack made a ghost plane movie, it would be about that that Malaysian plane that just like, oh, crashed yeah. in the ocean somewhere. Malaysia Flight 157. Yeah. I don't actually Mal know if that's a number. <laughs> that might be it. Malaysia Air Flight 157. Ghost plane. <laughs> it's like the whole title ghost of it. Ghost on a plane, ghost <laughs> on a plane. Ghost on a plane. Um, yeah, so basically explains that some of the worst criminals in the world go on this plane and they're allowed to do whatever they want because it's an in international air. And I'm like, this must be that plane where they interview Rowan Polanski every time they get interviews for him. <laughs> <laughs> but also, it brings up the question, and, and I'm sure someone will tell me I'm stupid, but like, isn't like, what is international air? Isn't all air international? Right? It's above the ground. It's not touching right. it. Maybe, like, international waters Well, is international the that. Uh, that's what I thought. I was like, why isn't this just money boat? That yeah, would make more sense better. to me. Boats are easier to hijack. Yeah, a bunch of pirates come in. Oh, some Johnny Depp pirates? jumps on. He's like, don't be cheeky. <laughs> Um, he's like, this is the, that's the worst pirate I've ever seen. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, but you've seen me. So, Grouch brings up a thing, and he's like, you're gonna do this heist for me because I have a picture of your family. It's <laughs> 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 so, a fucking awful picture of the family, uh. too. Um, but yeah, he basically says, if you do this, I will wipe your debt clean, and I will wipe any debts that your crew has, and you guys are free to go. And I was like, you haven't established that the crew has a debt either. <laughs> so yeah. I don't know why they would even go in on this with you. Um, but he also tells you, whatever you steal, after it clears your debt to me, you can keep. And, and you get the, time, the residuals. Yes, you get the residuals. At the time, I was like, this guy's pretty reasonable. That's pretty decent. <laughs> so that's, a, that's a pretty good walk away. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, the... Now, we are 10 minutes into this movie, and the, they decided to show us the title 
Uh, it is a long title. It's dude. a long title oh. sequence. He literally is like, the money plane. He says, he says, that's <laughs> the worst fucking line of the movie. Maybe laugh out loud. He's like, the money plane is where you can go to bet on anything you want. If you want to bet on a guy fucking an alligator, money plane. <laughs> what? How do you, like, I bet he's going to come in That's two minutes. Like, what? Are you betting on how long he lasts? To if be he gets to in the alligator? <laughs> well, as we see later on when they're betting on, like, the, the things that happen, they don't even explain to you what you're betting no. on. The no. They're just like, the worst? They're like, hey, bet. <laughs> what? 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 What are we betting on? What time? Distance? Um... So they go to their little heist warehouse and they're laying out what they're going to do. And basically, they explain it now because they didn't explain it before. They're going to be stealing cryptocurrency. And I have never seen yet, because the movie came out last year, such a like weird misunderstanding of a current technology and a current film that I have seen with this, like, we're going to steal cryptocurrency. I don't know... Or understand cryptocurrency. So to me, way. I was like, yeah, it's in a hard drive. It doesn't exist. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's, like, like it's somewhere. Theoretical. It's theoretical. So I'm like, you don't need to go in this plane. They explain why they need to go in this plane because they need to get it from the service. But I was like, you can just hack the service yeah. from the ground. Yeah. yeah. Like, this is this is dumb. Like, it doesn't exist. Cryptocurrency. Yeah. And they're like, it's a billion dollars in cryptocurrency. I was like, well, if it's Bitcoin, that's like three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do we get? Three Bitcoin. But it's like a bajillion in Dogecoin. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're Depending st- on what Musk tweeted about it today. <laughs> We're stealing like whatever one of those other dumb coins that people are Litcoin making. Litcoin or something. Litcoin. It's worth one-tenth of a penny. <laughs> I hate this timeline. <laughs> so, um, they lay out their like heist plan and you get to see a montage of how it's gonna work and it's just so fucking dumb it's just padding for this movie yeah because then they proceed to sh- do it in long form yeah and you like, see it at I all i was like already. why'd you have to show me that yeah this movie is it's like a preview for what you're about to see in the movie this is the trailer for money playing but it plays in the movie yeah. <laughs> um this movie is uh kind of short it is just shy of like feature length it's it's an hour and 22 minutes but if it wasn't for all of this stupid shit, this movie would be an hour long. I mean, if it wasn't for all this stupid shit, the movie would be <laughs> not, not on. <laughs> There's one good scene, and I can't remember what it was, but I'm sure we're going to get to it eventually. <laughs> there was one scene where I, where I like laughed, I don't know. Um, so yeah, now we go to Jack's house, and... I just, I want, there's, there's two scenes that I want everyone to watch this movie for. This is one of them. They establish that this is Jack's house. They show it from an aerial view. It is very clearly a hotel that they got an aerial drone shot from. He was in a hotel. There's a parking lot behind it with handicapped spots like marked It's for his grandparents to park easily. (laughs) And it's not, it's clearly not the house that they're in. The house that they're in changes three times throughout this movie. This shot is like a mansion, but like I said, it's like a Marriott hotel. Then they show another one where it's like a quaint home. Like a nice countryside. Yeah, and then they show another one where it's like a semi-mansion again. (laughs) It's just like... All right, guys, we got to have consistency on our locations here because I thought they lived in three homes for a second. It was all the different... (laughs) To be the... To be like the consistency keeper? Yeah, it is. You take Polaroids and like write notes. The script supervisor also does it. So it's like, obviously they didn't have one of those. They fired them. One of the... I mean, Not in the budget. 
to talk about like the the low budgetness of this movie, it's incre incredibly smart to hire a professional wrestler as your main character for an action movie because then they're gonna do all their own stunts and that cuts a ton out of your budget. Well, you would think that. But then they just put him in the cockpit the whole movie. You know? <laughs> yeah, then, then he just, he doesn't he do just sits there and flies a plane the whole he time. He doesn't do any stunts. I'm convinced that with Jack, they initially were like, Hey, bud, your eyes, when they're just kind of open, look like they're closed. So hold your eyes open every time you have a scene. He because he walks around like... Like, he got his eyelids lifted. <laughs> He's actually got, like, tape on his eyes, like, holding him open the entire time. He is oh awake. God. He's, like, always surprised. Like, oh, no way. <laughs> oh, movie plane. I'm um, in this movie. We learn that, of course, of course, he has to be a criminal with a heart of gold who's a great dad. He has a kid. Here... Even at this point, I'm just looking at my notes right now. I said, I don't think Denise Richards is going to be in this movie much. Yeah. <laughs> and I was right. But they show his daughter. And he reads to her in, in bed, Robin Hood. And she says, oh, so it's okay to steal from bad people? And he's like, well, kind of. And I don't give a fuck about that, right? That sets up what's going to happen later in the movie. What I care about is... This girl is like 13 years old and they've got her playing like a seven-year-old and she's very clearly much older than the character that they're trying to get her to play. It's it's like off-putting. And she's like like a big, not like big, like like a shitty way of putting it, but she's like a big girl. Like she's, she's tall. Oh. She's a tall little girl. She doesn't look young. He's like, all right, good night, sweetie. And then him Here's and his wife have teddy bear. yeah. And him and his wife, him and Denise Richards have a full conversation sitting on her bed while she's asleep. I know. And I like about her. It's like, oh, is she gonna be okay? Yeah, like, Everyone's so... daughter's like, wait, am I okay? What's happening? <laughs> she's asleep. <laughs> Grouch came and murdered her right there in front of them. They let it happen. Um, now we get interested introduced to um, Thomas Jane. He apparently is the daughter's godfather. He's in the movie probably a little bit more than Denise Richards, but... But way more important for some reason. Yeah, he has a lot more lines. I get, he used to heist with them. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and he also was, like, from the Air Force. Uh, there's some, like, weird shit that they drop here that doesn't make any sense. There was one thing I, I forgot to mention is that in the middle of the night, before Thomas Jane comes over, Jack has a dream about the interaction that he had with Grouch two seconds ago movie time and it's in a completely different location <laughs> it's like, I, was, I was like wondering like why did they film this twice just show the scene we just saw five seconds ago I swear to god I feel like the reason that they he's in like a pawn shop in this dream and I was like why is he dreaming that this conversation happened in a different location we just saw this scene we all know this is a different location I think that they filmed it originally in that pawn shop setting and then they got the house yeah. for a set, and they're like, "Well, we already filmed that scene. <laughs> it Make it a dream. Use it. It's it's fucking baffling." We finally got that Airbnb. So yeah, they're finally letting us have it. If I ever had someone randomly come over to my house at like three in the morning, I would not be happy. I wouldn't be like, "Let's go outside and catch up." I feel like he called him. Let's go have a cigar. No, he woke up from his dream and was like, "Something in the backyard." Oh yeah, yeah. This <laughs> Thomas Jane character is. Fucking weird. He has made an acting choice that I am baffled by. 
I don't know what the decision here for him to be like a... He, he has a pipe, and he's like... But he's also good at video games. Yeah. And then he's also like, I was a... Um, I wrote down what he was. I, he's like, you were a good pilot. That's what Jack says to him. And he's like, the youngest major general in the Air Force could have made colonel. What yeah. the fuck? <laughs> There's a lot of establishing a land that we don't care about. But you know what's my favorite part about it? You're sitting there being like, oh, so he's going to be the pilot on the job. Nope. nope. He's like, oh, <laughs> sorry, he can't make it. Yeah. He's just protecting the family. That's I got a prior <laughs> obligation. <laughs> yeah, I, I was I was so confused as to, like, who he is. And then this moment, I was like, did any of the actors read this script before signing on to do this? Because it, it's, like, baffling. All Maybe of them. Maybe when they're reading it, it sounded better than it really was. They were like, oh, yeah, I can see this is big budget. <laughs> <laughs> then they showed up in this next scene with the pipe and drape airport terminal. <laughs> they're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yes, yeah, so now we're in this uh, pipe and drape airport terminal. Don't really know what it is. Um, in not international land, air. No, I'm like, um, okay, so you guys, you guys are like committing a crime right now. Yeah. You guys are getting on the money plane. Everyone knows who right. you are. You're bad people. They establish that these are really bad people that are on this yeah. plane. So they they're like, oh, no guns, airplane. even though you have a ton of guns. Yeah, they're like, no <laughs> guns. And then the girl who is part of the heist crew, who is just going to be the sexy girl at this thing, has a coochie gun. They're like, leave all weapons. And she drops her gun, and she goes through the metal detector, and they're like, oh, weapons. And she pulls, like, a fucking pistol out of her vagina. It's all wet. <laughs> Covered all, in hair. It's all gooey. She drops it in the thing with everyone else's guns. There's a tampon wrap around it. <laughs> everyone goes back to collect their guns. They're like, oh, what the fuck? What's a vagina gun sitting on the rest of our stuff? Um, yeah, then, we, then we, uh, we get introduced again to who um, Jack is supposed to be playing, playing in this. He's, he is posing as a sex trafficker, which was like, Jesus Christ, that's a that's a rough. Um, and uh, the crew guy who used to be the tech guy is now with him, and he's Mr. McGillicuddy. Great work on the aliases, guys. I think you really not knocked it out of the park <laughs> with that one. Um, the most made up name I've ever heard. I was like, okay, is and is everyone on this plane stupid? If someone came up and was like, I'm Mr. McGillicuddy, like you're not, you're obviously trying to rob us. Also, I just want to say. They gave the African-American man the name Mr. McGillicully. Yeah. Cuddy. And I was like, doesn't that sound Irish? Well, no, they made a joke they later. Yeah. He's like, oh, Irish. Like, <laughs> I was like, so they all know, right? Yeah. <laughs> They're all fully aware. But then I'm thinking, well, I guess all of these people probably use some sort of alias. But then they, later they, they full they on, do. like, don't, though. They're okay, like, oh, that's... but you're in charge of that shit. And it's yeah, like, okay, so you did just expose them. Interesting that you bring that up. Because in the credits, everyone is credited as their alias. But then on the plane, they just outright say their names and who they are. Um, one of the characters that we'll get to in, in a second, which is important just purely because of talking about who they are, is known as the cowboy in the credits. But then in the movie, they outright say his full name. I'm like, is it a fake name? Are you guys just like, yeah, that's everyone must bring their social security I card. bet the actors are like, well, I don't want to be known as the cowboy. I want to make my own name. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I want to be Mr. McGillicuddy. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
And then they have you wear these bracelets. Uh, you wear magic bands. Yeah, you, <laughs> you tap in. Yeah, you tap bed. in to get into your hotel room. Um, and they're like, you have to put your arm in these two makeup lights in order to like stand the thing. It's like these two like ring light things that they just like <laughs> on like a table with a tablecloth. And then you get on the plane. Um, Easy as that. You get on the money plane. Yeah, they're on the money plane, and it's like one of the worst airplane sets I've ever seen. It does not match the plane that they show. No. Did they show a show? Yeah, they showed like an exterior of it flying through. It's like this really like military looking plane. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Giant like like a hole. I get, but it's like, a tight uh, like jet. But in oh, it's like yeah. a dual cab seven four seven Boeing. Yeah, sure. I'm kidding. I yeah. I love making shit up. <laughs> that I actually think that is correct. That's that's the right type. It of wouldn't be a dual cab. <laughs> but a Boeing seven forty seven is yeah. the yeah. most common plane. What's the what's that plane? I think a, isn't a seven forty seven the one with the double deck, on parts of it. Mm. I should know. This my father-in-law's an airplane mechanic. Max. I should like really know yeah, the these. Max two. Eight or whatever. Or the Airbus. Branded. That's yeah. what it's called. The Airbus. That's yeah. Double decker. But, but it, it looks like that. But then the interior set. It's a private jet. It's like a private jet. Set. It's a private jet that's a limo because apparently it just keeps going yeah. back. It's <laughs> going down too. Yeah. It's like six floors down. It's just a giant like um, it's like an apartment complex. <laughs> 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 it's flying. On, it's flying through. Um. Yeah, so they sit down in chairs for takeoff, not regular flight seats, regular no. chairs, no seat belts. For a moment, I thought Jack and McGillicuddy sat in folding chairs. <laughs> for like a mere moment, I thought they were just sitting in like folding chairs, but they're sitting in shitty chairs. Rich people can do whatever they want. And it just takes off like, wow, what a smooth takeoff. I was like, okay, thanks for writing in something for people who are like, yeah. why aren't they wearing seat belts? Or like... Hey, how come the engines aren't blaring right now? Yeah, planes are loud. They're huge. Yeah, my noise canceling. Not on money planes. Cancel out that sound. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I would love to fly this airline. I would fly with criminals if it meant it was this luxurious. <laughs> um, they lay out the uh, rules of the house. The concierge comes out, and this is our first introduction to. Uh, this is Joey Lawrence. Our second Lawrence of the film. Our second Lawrence of the film, and would you believe it, not our last. <laughs> um, Joey Lawrence, he was on Melissa and Joey. He was the voice of Oliver from Oliver and Company. He was on some other Disney shit. He was, Jump Ship. Jump Ship? I said it was a Disney Channel shit. original movie. Oh, was he in that? Oh my god. The Lawrence brothers were in the it. The next yeah. DCOM uh, Bargain Bonanza. We'll put that one uh, just to get the Lawrence brothers in there. Um, yeah, speaking of, uh... Be reoccurring guests. Yeah, right? Um, they, so they give you the, 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 the rules of the house, and then this other guy comes in and is like, uh, yeah, I'm the, I'm also this guy. They're the same character, just with, like, different things. I was stoked, because this guy was on The Sopranos for, uh, a couple seasons, and he gets killed, to spoiler alert, sorry. Oh, cute. The show's almost 20 years old now. Actually, at the time he was on the show, it was over 20 years ago, so... Oh. Yeah, so get over it. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, and then, again, like I said, we're not done with, with uh, Lawrence's because Matthew Lawrence is in this movie, too, uh, as a guy wearing the worst fake mustache I've ever seen in my life. I uh, got it from Party City on the way to the set. It's so bad. <laughs> is this the uh, cowboy guy? This is the cowboy. Oh, he's the most annoying character. However, he is the highlight of the film. He, he has the best yes. scene. Yeah. He has the best scene, the worst character. He's like, Howdy, folks! I'm yeah. a cowboy! Like, okay, so that guy's clearly not a cowboy. He's right. not, he, he, that is an alias. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so now in this movie, we have Matthew Lawrence, Joey Lawrence, 
other Lawrence. Andrew Lawrence? Andrew Lawrence, is the it? director. They're all cousins. And then Michael Lawrence. Who? Then Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> Lawrence Fishburne, but he's um, he's in the movie as what he used to go by like when he was younger. Larry F- <laughs> Larry Fishburne. Um, yeah, it, so it's it's like a family affair. Jennifer Lawrence was in there too. Oh, she was one of the flight attendants. I like that you got there eventually. You made up a bunch of fake Lawrence's, <laughs> and you're like, oh, wait, there is a real one. Like, gosh, there's got to be a real one somewhere. <laughs> um, I swear to God, they were gonna have Andrew Lawrence direct this movie, and they're like, we need you to call it a couple favors. <laughs> yeah. Can you get your brothers in here? What are your What are your cousins up to? Yeah. Like, oh, probably because uh, we're low on budget. Oh, and I forgot to mention, if you don't know who Matthew Lawrence is, he's like the older brother in Mrs. Doubtfire, which is a movie that I don't like. I think it's really creepy. I'll just, mm. I'm just going to say it right now. <laughs> um, yeah, so then they're kind of like just establishing that everyone on this plane is a scumbag. Um, this one guy tells our uh, fake stewardess who's part of the crew, he's like, oh, can I give you a nice tip so you could stay around? It's like... All right. Dude. Yeah, sexual harassment. Yeah, yay. Um, uh, yeah. So then they establish how big this fucking airplane is because it's got like six different gambling rooms on it and this lounge that we're in, and it has private rooms you can stay in. It's like a train, but it's like a money train. Oh my gosh! That's <laughs> Sorry, Wesley Snipes. <laughs> um, a much better movie. So this guy, he's like, oh, how much do I have to pay to fuck the flight attendants? And they're like, you don't. There's sex workers on this plane. It's like, they really thought of everything, I guess. Um, so, uh, were you guys as baffled as I was at the fact that they say, we fly in international airspace so we can do illegal stuff? Anyway, join us for Texas Hold'em. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Morongo Casino in the air. <laughs> and they're not even playing like crazy poker after it. It's just high stakes poker. Yeah. You can play that in a special room at a casino. Yeah. And our at Thunder Valley. Yeah, exactly. Over at Thunder Valley. Yeah, yeah I saw For it the my, other day. My central valley. <laughs> yeah. Um and then this is when Matthew Lawrence establishes that well I'm from Texas, so I'm gonna play Texas Hold'em. And he wins. Okay. Thanks for these gambling moments. Yeah. I thought we were like coming here to do illegal stuff. Oh, and, and Jack loses. That's important. Because he's like, oh, I don't feel so good. I'm going to go. Mr. McGillicuddy is going to take my winnings, earnings, whatever, leftover money. Yeah, and then also in this scene is when Jack, like, it's like, dude, do you know who you're supposed to be? Because he's like looking down on an arms dealer and being like, you're an arms dealer? That's awful. And he's like, you're a fucking sex trafficker. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's literally like, I bet if some of your victims like, had my weapons... You're all shitheads yeah, here. They wouldn't be in slavery right now. However, this arms dealer, again, this script, like, what? He's like, I sell nuclear weapons. I was like, huh? You don't sound smart enough to spell <laughs> nuclear. But I'm also like, how are you selling nuclear weapons? Like, yeah. that's, you're like, you should be nowhere near any of these people. That's like a big crime. That's yeah. huge, yeah. That's and um, Out of this league, at least. Yeah, and, and then, like, again, the script, thank God they wrote for everyone to explain who everyone is to me, because <laughs> another lady's just like, oh, yeah, this guy, blah, 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 blah. What did that lady do? The Jap- was she Japanese? Uh, she was Edna Mode, apparently. I don't know. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's all I could think of when I saw her. Um... So, now we have, and it's going to get, it's going to get difficult to talk about where we're going 
with this movie after this point. There's a few key parts that are easy to understand. At this point, the rest of the movie was like, well, the heist happens. Yeah, and wouldn't you believe it? This is the point that I told you guys. This is only 30 minutes in the movie. 20 minutes ago, they told me the title. Uh. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god. So, they're... <clears throat> they are snooping around the plane. Um... They find out where the server room is. They find the server room. Oh, and by server room, they mean computers, not the room where the servers take breaks. <laughs> I, I was like, what's a server room? <laughs> Go in there, just a bunch of dudes smoke. <laughs> um, this, the, our stewardess girl is finds a guy down near the server room, and she's like, you're not supposed to be down there. I need you to go up deck. And he, she's like, those are the rules. And he's like, rules are meant to be fucked. It's like... Oh, because he wants to writer. fuck her. I was like, if, I hope the writer was proud of that one. Yeah. <laughs> like, that, that's the... Yeah, this line right here, it's going to make the movie. In a movie of atrocious writing, somehow, they really topped themselves there. <clears throat> so, now comes the best scene in the movie. The... I, yeah, this was... <laughs> They established that Mr. McGillicuddy and the cowboy are now going to play um, te- or, uh, roulette. Texas, I almost said. <laughs> they're going to play more Texas Hold'em. They're going to play they Russian record. roulette. But they're like, we're going to play roulette of the Russian kind. Yeah. yeah. Like, you oh, fucks. Can I just say Russian roulette? <laughs> um, so, I don't... They also... He doesn't agree. They're just like, now it's your turn. And he's like, I don't want to play. And they're like, you're playing. And, uh, okay, and I was so, like, oh, again, oh, in, oh. A, in a mo- another moment of atrocious writing, they established that the cowboy is an undefeated champion of Russian roulette. If you have played Russian roulette once and you are alive, you are undefeated. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can't be defeated in Russian roulette. Um, so they kind of have this funny back and forth where... The cowboy is like, I want to go first. And they're like, oh, you're the champion. You don't get to go first. Mr. McGillicuddy has to go first. So it's like this stupid, like, no, I actually don't want to. You can go first. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. To then, I also want to mention everyone in the room is wearing, like, ponchos. Like they're at SeaWorld. Um, They spent money on that for this movie. (laughs) Yeah, this is the best scene. I'm glad they put the budget here. But they're, like, back and forth on who's going to do it. So the cowboy's just like... Give me the gun, and he does it, and he just fucking blows his brains out right there. Best I movie. don't think guns are the best choice on an airplane <laughs> because you see, they, you see the body later and the skull, and it's a through and through. Goes so through his head, through the top of the plane, through depression. The, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the the plane should have like exploded at that point. Oh my god! Also, when they show his body later, they put him in that stereotypical. Um, I don't, I'm like, how do I say this without people thinking I'm racist? But you know that, that sculpture of, like, the resting man in a sombrero? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Do you like, know what I'm talking about? He's, like, sitting with his knees up and the, and the yeah. sombrero's down. <laughs> That's how the body's, like, shown later sitting in this room like that. I was like, okay. <laughs> Thank you, art director. <laughs> um, but, yeah, he blows his brains out. It was, it was the, it's the best scene best. in the movie. If you're going to watch this movie, stop right now. Yeah, because then we have a cockpit fight. It's so... The movie knows that this cockpit fight is boring because it just keeps cutting away to just you hear two men having sex in the cockpit. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, he knocks the guy out in the cockpit. But he chokes him with the the headphone the, cord. The headphone cord. But the, 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 like, the curly kind that extends like a phone cord. 
but he doesn't pull it very tight. No. I'm like, dude, that guy's alive. He just gave up. It's, it's like, I'm not paid enough to fly this money plane. That's my thing. When If anyone's ever, like, trying to choke me with, like, what, a garrote or something, like, I'm I just going to be you, like... You can't survive Well, a garrote would be different. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just saying, like, if anyone's choking me, I'm just going to be like, oh, no, uh, uh. And play dead, because what are they going to do? <laughs> Don't they feel like your nose and feel like you're still breathing? That's why I hold my breath. I go... Do you guys think I was dead? <laughs> that, is, that is quality radio right there. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, awful uh, fight in a cockpit. Then we get an awful communication setup montage uh, where he eats a banana. It's <laughs> <That's> like, <laughs> like the stupid... Yeah, I don't know why he completely unpeeled the banana for us to see him eat it. Um now they're like, it's time for themed bedding. Okay? What does What's that mean? What's the theme? Like, we all wear a fun outfit? Yeah, That's apparently, apparently the themed <laughs> bedding was animal bets, but then it's not animal bets because the one in the middle is not... Like, like two dudes. Yeah. <laughs> so... Well, aren't we all animals? Wow. Oh, that was pretty deep. Mm, <laughs> no, this movie's deeper than we thought. Um, Showgirls all over again. <laughs> Holy shit. Let's get someone from this movie on to defend <laughs> to defend money plane. Um so they're like, what are you gonna bet? And welcome WWE's the edge. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like this fuck you guys throws us through the table. I'm gonna do a suplex. <laughs> Hits us with a chair. Um so this is when uh Mr. McGillicuddy they establish like, oh you're gonna do your uh your betting. Bet on something. Give us what's the number? And he's like, um seventeen and they're like, wow, an aggressive bet. Don't They don't tell him what he's betting on. Yeah, it's like no precursor. Like, hey, just give us a number. And he's like, um, two, five, 17? Yeah, he's like, 17? Like, okay, cool. Then they show that what it is is how long a guy will survive in a fight with a cobra. I'm going to tell you right now, you should survive a fight with a cobra. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't they like usually just stationary? Yeah, just kick it. Just break its neck. Just snap it. Well, I wonder if or they were like... just in the opposite corner of it. Go to the snake or we'll shoot you. Because obviously he's being held hostage. Yeah, but I'm like, grab it by its tail, swing it over your head, and chuck it into the fucking wind. Not everyone knows snake defense. Yeah. <laughs> Take off your shirt. My weakness is snake defense, but my bonuses are against cat. <laughs> um, so yeah, the guy dies in uh, 16 minutes. Which means, I guess they're playing by Price is Right rules, yeah. because Mr. McGillicuddy wins. Not uh, established, but it's in, alluded to. Yeah, it's the fucking stupidest thing I've ever seen. Um, Are we at the part? So then, and then he goes to the bathroom, Mr. McGillicuddy. He's like, oh, fuck, what did I... I think that's after they bet on the two guys they do, yes. killing each other, yes. which is weird. Again, they just show two dudes who kill each other. Yeah, and you're like, how much time... It, I guess you're betting on the time it takes for them to kill... Yeah, and again, this whole movie is so confusing because it like also, moves around so much, but did he bet on the third one, too, at that point when he threw well, up? Well, he comes back and then from throwing up, and they're like, all right, bets are closed. Oh, Mr. McGillicuddy wins again. You're like, but he didn't even bet. Yeah, it's just a guy getting eaten by piranhas, I guess. Throwing a... Something it was piranhas or acid or something. I think it was piranhas. Was it? That's why I think it's all animal-focused yeah. into that uh, one random one in the middle. I'm just like... What a boring time. You just have to sit there and be like, But I'm also huh. like, look, guys, um, you don't have to do this on a plane. I'm pretty sure people bet on this kind of stuff on the dark web. Yeah. yeah. I think you could do this from the comfort of your own home. 
This yeah. is whack. And you, you can wear nice hats. <laughs> probably look up videos and not have to spend any money on it at all. I know. I don't get... I don't know. The premise of this movie is so fucked. <laughs> it's just like, what are you guys accomplishing here? Um, <clears throat> so, they... Another problem with this movie is they so frequently talk out loud to each other about their plan for the heist on this plane. They talk openly, loudly, with people around. There's a scene earlier where McGillicuddy's like, all right, we've got to make sure we're hacking the servers. And all the dudes are just walking by them <laughs> to the next room. So this happens again and again and again. Um, like Grouch calls in. To be like, I want my fucking money. And that's about it for him. <laughs> He's like, all right. They really couldn't afford Kelsey Grammer, Denise Richards, and Tom, <laughs> Thomas Jane, or whatever his name is. Um, so, yeah. They, he, he, like you said, McGillicuddy can't stop winning these odd bets. Um, the concierge chick gets busted for snooping around to find the server room. And I was shocked at this part because she, like, stabs the fuck out of a guy. And there's, like, actually blood. And then she breaks the bottle and stabs it into the top of his head. And it's, like, brutal. It's, like, you just made the biggest fucking mess that some other concierge or some other, uh, like, flight attendant is going to come down here and find all his blood. You're, like, what the fuck? Can't just snap his neck peacefully? Yeah. (laughs) Baby, that's money plan. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I was going to say. He just cuts to to, to the camera. Money plan. (laughs) Anything can happen in the skies um so then they uh also find out that there is physical cash on this plane i was like okay so what's the heist here bitcoin there's bitcoin but there's also fit like millions and dollars of physical cash which has less of a paper trail than like stealing someone's like cryptocurrency and they're like oh jackpot what? What is this jackpot? What are you talking about? What did you guys find? Why is there money on this plane? I also thought it was cocaine at first, because the way that they... Why, is, it why is there money on this plane? <laughs> have you heard the title, Tyler? It's called Money Plane. They I have guess, to have money on it. I guess if they didn't show cash, it would be called Crypto Plane. <laughs> <You're> right? <laughs> Bitcoin Plane. <laughs> Doge Plane. Ugh. Um... Like what I said, a, like I don't. The movie just. <laughs> let me, okay, <laughs> listeners, Jared and Jared and Peyton can back me up on this. I just want to be candid with you guys. This movie was so boring that I went and started doing the dishes while it was yeah. playing. So my timeline is a little mixed up here, but we're we're gonna get you through it because this is a slog of a movie. This is terrible. So like, what's his butts on the ground? Yes, the guy and from Recess is on the ground. Yes, yeah, yes, he I, set his camp up because for some reason he needs to be. They need a stream in the, the Arizona ball. desert. Yeah, I don't watching know. <clears throat> or like international airs. And this is when he's he's ambushed by somebody. Then we find out from Thomas Jane that the whole painting setup, they were set up by Grouch. Oh, because Thomas Jane was like, "I'll do some back work into your." your heist thing yes and he's like oh you guys were set up that's like grouch wanted you to do this meanwhile there's just a bunch of fighting happening like randomly throughout these scenes but they're like yeah grouch set you up and then it's like okay how many more hours do we still have on this heist like eight hours time to tell grouch to go fuck himself it's like are you an idiot do yeah. that at the end of the heist don't do it now um so yeah the tech guy gets ambushed 
okay, like he's fighting him off, whatever, and then... What was your favorite part? You guys, again, if you know about this movie, you probably know about it from the same place that I know about it, which is Red Letter Media, which means you know this part of the movie, but if you don't, I'm telling you guys, skim through the movie or watch the Red Letter Media video about it, find the part where they talk about the fight in the server room, <laughs> because these servers... Are, and upon watching it, I thought they were just over-exaggerating. But yes, truly, you can tell they are just CD players yeah. stacked on top of each yeah. other. They're not real servers or anything like it. Yeah. Like CD players for, like, sound It's like a big CD setup. player. Yeah, it's like yeah. a CD changer or like a like a like like an amp for, yeah. like a, for your home theater system or whatever. But like apparently they only had one pane of glass they could bust <laughs> through because they break through a pane of glass and slam a gillicuddy as he's, like, hacking into... The CD players, the servers, and out pops a the CD tray <laughs> with, as upon further investigation from letter, Red Letter Media, is the Bare Naked Ladies album that has the It's Man CD on it. <laughs> so it's like, it pops out. It's there for a while, too, in the shot, and then they cut away from it. Um, it's the reason why I chose this movie, because I really was like, there's no way it's that blatant. <laughs> it is. It's there. It's terrible. <laughs> it's, it, um, all the fighting is so lame in this movie because they win the fight so effortlessly. There's yeah, only the guy one... just stood there while he's getting stabbed 25 times by that lady. Yeah, and then she takes him and shoves him into a server and he's like... <laughs> and he dies. Um, so, this is when... <laughs> you guys, actually, the end of the movie's really good. <laughs> I'm gonna take it back. Um, they... Uh, a gun drone shows up to rescue our tech guy and when I say gun drone you may have heard me mention it earlier it is literally one of those camera drones that all those YouTubers have and it has a pistol attached to it like taped and what's his name is just Godfather guy yeah Thomas Jane is piloting it with a PS4 controller <laughs> and he's shooting all these people and Thank God they stand still to all be shot in a oh, line. Yeah. Because there's one throwaway scene where Jack calls into Thomas while Thomas is babysitting his family and he's playing a gun game with the daughter. He's like, I'm training. And it's like Call of Duty. And if the, the, how old is this girl supposed to be? Why is she playing Call of Duty? Just wait till I get on the headset and call Grouch a slur. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking like, Call of Duty. F your mom. Yeah. Um... So, like I said, they tell Grouch, like, hey, fuck you. Like, we're going to donate this money to, to charity. To refugees from Syria, Syria. Which was the weirdest, like, I guess I was a shoehorning in because that guy was like, I armed Syrian militants. <laughs> well, he was like, we got to put all the, um, they'll, they'll track us if we take the cryptocurrency, but they won't track it if we just donate it all to good causes, like refugees in Syria and sex trafficking. Yeah. And they're like, hey, another hot button issue. They say UNICEF. It's like, you guys are really crushing it here. Yeah. I do, I will say, just look it up. I'm just saying when I heard it, but UNICEF does a lot of damage, apparently, um, when they deliver uh, food services to countries that are, quote-unquote, in need of food. It actually creates a, um economic downturn in their country because uh, now they can't sell the stuff that they do, so they'll donate a lot of food that they produce in those countries. It's like countries that produce rice, that deliver massive amounts of rice to these countries for them to eat, and then they're like cool, we already have that and now we can't make any money off of it. <laughs> so you just hurt our economy. 
So, uh, there was probably a UNICEF guy on the plane, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, UNICEF. Oh, dang, he's the worst one. Yeah, he's the worst one. Um, so, yeah, they tell him, like, yeah, fuck you. And he's like, you're going to fuck with me? I'm the I'm blah, 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 grouch. I'm the baddest motherfucker. Oh, there. God. It's like, what is what is the first name? Because it sounds really stupid when he says his entire name out loud. It's like Bilbo. <laughs> <laughs> Theodore. Theodore Grouch. But he has like a long ass name. It's like blank, 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 Grouch the third. Which means you only get to be a second or third if you have the same full name as the other person. His dad and his grandpa were all the same name. (laughs) That's fucking lame. That's a lot of Grouch. (laughs) (laughs) Someone will laugh in their car. Yes, so, um,. They're like, we're going to take the money, we're going to donate to charity, we don't even want the money. Okay, they, what the piles fuck? Piles of money are just sitting there. So they, they don't take? They uh, throw it out of the plane. They open the plane door. This would depressurize the plane, guys. Everyone knows that you've opened the plane. And before they do it, they play a little clip to everyone on the plane, like, to grouch, of him being like, I'll fuck all these guys. <laughs> I, I don't give a shit. Have they seen the tattoo on the inside of my leg? I will fuck them. <laughs> Who's going to land the plane? You know what? I actually think they killed a bunch of bad people. They on the did process. kill a lot of people. <laughs> well, actually, no. You know what? They established it. The concierge guy, Joey Lawrence, he mentions, we have the best pilots. I would know. I'm a pilot. Oh. And they don't kill him. Yeah. They wrote that in purely so you would yeah. know that everyone on the plane survived. <laughs> there was a pilot. They well, they never said he was a good pilot. They just said he knew the best pilots because he was. No, he says he, he he is a pilot. So I'm just saying. Yeah, but I'm saying he it. might be bad at being a pilot. That is true. He never said he was good. <laughs> I've crashed 18 planes. Yeah. I went to the John McCain. The only Harrison survivor Ford. of all of them. <laughs> Harrison Ford. Yeah, Harrison Ford. I was taught by Harrison Ford and John McCain at a flying plane. <laughs> Um, but, like, they can't land, because then they're not in international air. I, and you I know don't get whatever it. airspace is No, apparently if you put the money in your pockets in the air, it's not illegal to leave the plane oh, with you. But if right. you collect Wait, then out, why do I have to write that in my claims when I come back in the country? It Dude, was already in look, my pocket. You are cracking open a movie that's not ready for these <laughs> kind of things. What are those shops called? Those, like, duty, duty free, free things? <laughs> it's all duty free. It's like, you have to buy all of the uh, macadamia chocolates you can when you get off of this plane. Or otherwise, you are not walking out here with anything. Um, so, they basically established that, like, I don't know, apparently all the goons that are still alive on the plane called their people to go kill Grouch. And he's like, ah, it's time for the rumble. And then that's it. It's like, oh, hey, three months later. It ends with him shooting a fake machine gun. And all they did was make the screen lighten and darken to make it look like he was like. Oh, they put a little effect on it. Well, they put a muzzle flash on it. But like the the lighting and the scene, they didn't even do it authentically. It's just like the scene lighting up. So now we are in Istanbul three minutes later. Not Constantinople. <laughs> um, they open the painting that was initially stolen and it's a stick figure <laughs> Thomas Jane's like you know that painting's worth 60 million dollars now to Jack and it's just sitting in his backyard in the open <laughs> the dog was peeing on him. yeah he's like I love my family and that's it we don't give a fuck about McGillicuddy or the girl or no closure the... for them that's it that's money plane I hope it was as confusing for you guys to listen to as it was for us to watch. Um, yikes. Money plane. What a cheap experience that wasn't worth it. Don't you mean flying on Spirit Airlines? (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, so... 
that brings us to the Jaws scale. Peyton, let's have you start off. Four. <laughs> Four. Is there lower? I, the, I, the, I, the right? Italian Jaws? No, one? that's... Jaw, Cruel Jaws was really kind of reserved for, like, the best of the worst. Like, so awful, but we loved it. <laughs> but uh, this was not that. I'm going with a four, too. Four is, don't watch it. It's terrible. It is fours all around. Mm. I would not have watched it if I didn't have to. Just look up the best clips on YouTube. Yeah. Watch the, the watch, roulette scene. Watch, like, the the honest trailers of it or something. Yeah, or, or just go watch the Red Letter Media video. They yeah. did a good job of it, too, because woof. This was terrible. Like I said, worst thing to happen in 2020. Without a doubt. <laughs> um, yeah. I wouldn't re recommend it. No, don't watch it. Don't watch it's it. It's so bad. It's on Hulu if you want to watch it. But don't watch it. It is free, but still don't watch it. This is for like background. Free costs too much to watch this movie. Yeah. yeah. Your time is more valuable than this movie. It took a piece of my soul. It um, really... I think so. I think it did. Because <laughs> I was like, I don't. This is the worst movie I've ever seen. Like, I know. I remember you guys watched it before I did because I just watched it today. <laughs> you text me and you're like... This is the worst movie I've watched in a long time. I, was I like, couldn't believe how bad it was. I thought you were just exaggerating, but holy no, shit. I was underestimating it. <laughs> <laughs> Horrible. Well. Nasty. Yes, there you go. I think that's the first. Is that the first movie we've given a Jaws 4? Unanimous 4? I know it's unanimous. Did you uh, give Rocket Man a 4? Uh, I might have. Mm, okay, so it's not the first one to receive a 4, but it is a unanimous, unanimous four. 4. Oh, thank God. Um, yeah, that's Money Plane. Oh, oh man. <laughs> well, that about does it for us here at Bombs Away. Um, don't forget... <clears throat> don't forget to, uh, you know, subscribe, leave a review. On our YouTube. On our YouTube. Watch it on YouTube. Watch us do that. We're getting ready, I think. I say it every single time to uh, finally do some video stuff. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and the subscriber count is climbing on the channel. Is it really? Mm -hmm. Are we less than 300? I think we're now like 299 away oh. from it. So <laughs> that is climbing. No, um, yeah, we appreciate all the feedback we've been getting on the show. Um, you know, big shout outs to, uh, friends and listeners who have reached out to us and said that they're enjoying the show. It means a lot to us with the format change and everything like that. Yeah. We're having a great time. Warms um, my heart. Yeah. Oh my God. I want to kiss the people who told me that they love the show it's so validating it feels great um make sure you're following us on all the social medias at bombs away show that's instagram twitter facebook um yeah and we're working on merch again we yeah. used to have it and i know I'm people were buying where i think we're gonna do the death stalker poster that i made for like the announcement of the of the episode yeah. i think we're gonna do that as a shirt I want to replace the characters on the poster with us, but... Oh, no. <laughs> we'll have to figure that out. Um, but yeah, join us next time for the second Bargain Bonanza, where we are going to cover three bad parody movies. Um, I guess we'll just say them out, right? I think we did last time we said them out, right? We'll preview, you know, tease them. We are doing Date Movie, which I know a lot of people will be like, what the fuck? I love Date Movie. Superhero movie, which I know a lot of people will be like, I hate superhero movie. <laughs> and Stan Helsing, which I think a lot of people will say, I don't know what that is. <laughs> so, um, we're going we, we're gonna to have a good time with that one, I can tell you already. All three of those movies were better than Money Plane. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I barely. I, <laughs> but Money yes. Plane really has ruined me. <laughs> it's never going to be the same. This movie is also terrible. <laughs> But yes, that does it for us here at Bombs Away. Thank you guys so much. See you in two weeks for Bargain. <laughs>